would you like to suck the ends of your hair that's now full of nacho cheese? You might as well eat the rest of them because there's no way I'm eating what you just stuck your hair in. Yeah, yeah that's what you do. You tap them on the shoulder and say, here, you can have these. Your hair was just in them. <laughs> exactly. I'm not eating them. You're the one person who won't be disgusted by the fact that your hair has been in this. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah, here you go. And give me $11, please, because we're in a ballpark and you know that's how much the nachos were. Hello, everyone. Melissa, John, how you guys doing today? Doing okay. Got a lot of recording today for me. I'm I know. You this. and I are going to spend a lot of time together today. I don't know if that's good or bad well, yet. I'm not really 100% sure. Let's we'll make it good. The day. Let's kick it off well, okay? Let's make it a good thing. I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, hey. Hi there. So, how was your holiday, your uh, Russia Homa? Because we weren't... Rosh Hashanah. Right. You guys uh, had a holiday last, well, I guess it was last Monday. So we You don't need to too. tell us. Yeah, we uh, right. we sure did. Mm-hmm. We sure did. It was the new year. It was lovely. There you go. Um, did you go to your beautiful shoal, Melissa? I did. And I had friends who joined. Your friends? They joined our synagogue and... I was nervous the whole time about, are they going to enjoy this? You know what? It's your, Why? your synagogue now. Do you I don't know. I just want, because I really love the services and I wanted. They're beautiful. They are. So I care not anymore. And um, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really lovely. Good. The lesson, because there's always a lesson always. to be learned. Um, so the, the sermon, the lesson of last week was, um, you learn through failure. That's <laughs> so true. Right? So the yeah. uh, rabbi did a sermon on how, you remember the founder of Spanx, Sarah Blakely? You know, are you aware Sarah of Blake? her? Sarah Blake? Yeah. Blakely, yes. Yeah. Yes. Sarah Blake's a different person. Right. But Sarah Blakely. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, she lives so, in Illinois. No, she lives in she, Oregon. And there's no S on that. Um, so, <laughs> so she would go home to dinner and her father at family dinner would say to her, how did you fail this week? Tell me how you failed this week. And they were all like, what? Um, because you're only going to learn and you're only going to go farther and do that through through failure. Because it's so easy to say, I got an A or I succeeded in this. Well, guess what? You've mastered that. Move on. Like, what what are you learning? How are you going to learn? So I thought that was very cool to learn through failure. And um, I hope my kids don't take that too much to heart. And <laughs> but But to understand the concept of, okay, you failed, but it takes failure to achieve greater success. Well, I kind of think with kids today, or when I was back in school, that back when, in my day, back in the day when I was <laughs> back in school, uh, if you, well, it was so easy to give up. Ah, oh, I give up. All right, I'm not going to. Who needs algebra? And then no one t- explained it to really, me. Really, that the answer is no one, though. Well, that's not true because algebra is logic. What happens is it teaches you to how to find an unknown from known information, and, which you and, do all day, every day. Exactly. So that being said, and even in what we do here, there's plenty of times where I've had shows, you know, we lost episodes, we've lost recordings, uh, I made mistakes. I give up. I quit. I give up. Right. If I would have done that, I would've, wouldn't be doing this. But to me, it's just, okay, that happened. I, I'll tell you what, podcasting has made me learn how to fail and not get all excited. I just go, ugh, that didn't work. Or, yeah, fuh. That didn't work. We'll have to do something different next time. 
And I, I yeah. can't believe you just made a case for school and algebra. <laughs> and use the word fe. Right. Is that for me or did you always say fe? No, uh, you. You started fe way back when we were I'm delighted. Do, yeah, Off in the Weeds, our podcast Off in the Weeds. You yes. started using fe. So much and, fe. Oh, no, wait. Show. You know who taught me fe? Howard Stern taught me fe because his mother would always go, Yeah. Fe. You know, that is fe. And, uh, yeah. Right. That was her. Yeah. He used a word recently from his mother that I've not thought of in a really long time, and now I can't think of it, but it was a perfect... Yiddish? Oh, my God. Was it Yiddish? Yes. It was a beautifully ridiculous Yiddish word used perfectly, and now I can't remember what it was, but I was like, oh, God, it brought back so many memories of my mother. <laughs> Some of those ones are subtle, you know what I mean? Ma. Yeah, That well, when they fall into regular speech and everybody uses them, you don't even realize it was... Right out of, you know, Nana's handbook. Was it Meshugana? It was something good like Meshugana, which I haven't said in a long time. A solid crazy. That's good. It's yeah, a good one. It a, is a good one. Yeah. Should I look up Yiddish and see if I can figure it out? No. Um, words. <laughs> have you already done so? No. I also discovered in this past week that I have really weird skill. Really? Yeah. I have just, I have a gift. I am gifted. And, at, you know, it's hard, for, sorry. it's hard for me to be positive, self-positive at all. So sit back and relax. I can untangle 29 necklaces, 27 different oh. yarn balls. And, I am actually also very skilled at this. And I discovered it with, besides having like a jewelry box that had just chains and chains that I made into necklaces. <laughs> like I made things. I have in our house two of those Newton's cradle things where, you know, those balls where you hit one end and it hits the other end and it goes back and forth to the point where you want to kill whoever's using it and you know it in the next room that it goes ping, 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 ping forever. Right. So that Newton's cradle, both of them were fucking jacked. They were balls, balls horizontally then they were vertical and they just strings were all tied together in this crazy crazy mess of just clear line mess and ethan said i'll fix it do you think he fixed it no, of course or do not. you think he made it much much worse much worse so go with no much worse so then i i, I was like Grr! i walked in there i grabbed it out of his hands and i went into my room and I don't know, maybe a 90 seconds later, a solid minute and a half later, you hear tick, tick, tick. You got it that done that quick? And Stuart goes, you're a fucking genius. Like he just couldn't believe that it was such a hot mess. <laughs> and I think he mm-hmm. tried to help Ethan at one point and just made it worse. And I, I did discover I have that, I have a wild talent. I can untangle the smallest, craziest, most tangled messes. You're the Harriet Houdini of tangles. I am. You can just call me Harriet. It's fine. That's amazing. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, if we had an applause button, I'd be hitting it now. So, yeah, that Whoa! is my... <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Yeah, Thank baby. Thank you. So, so yeah. So, I have a hidden talent that you didn't know about. Again, kind of like 80s lyrics, it does me no good <laughs> in the world. You probably have many of those that... I don't know about that is also one of my talents as a matter of fact really yeah I can untangle all kinds of horribly knotted very thin ridiculously delicate twine gold necklace yes I'm very good at that as well you know why because 
because it requires an element of patience that very few people have. So do you feel you are a patient person? Because we've had no, this. No, I am my the biggest, opposite of this. So, that, so what makes you, where does this come from? It's like the opposite of you. I was trying to make you say it. It's the opposite of you because coming from me, it's just an it's, insult. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's almost zen for my brain, I think, to try and... It's like a meditation for you. It's almost like, you know, your head goes in so many different directions. Even for me with medication, my head's always going in a bunch of different directions. That if someone hands me a giant ball of shit to uncover, it's almost like you're doing the thing where I can focus on. It's like when you are doing something else and listening to podcasts. That's what untangling necklaces is for me. Like if I'm watching television, I hear all of a sudden and can pay attention to everything because I'm doing this. It's why I... Uh, do stuff like my nails and sometimes I would tweeze my eyebrows when I would record because um, it helps me listen. I would love to see a before and after of you, your eyebrows tweezed while recording. I mean, you would look like Quasimodo. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that it would be. Uh, it looked pretty good, but I, all right. I would constantly be going like this, moving the mic. So yeah. John must have loved I had that. to stop doing it. No, he did not. So I stopped. <laughs> John, there would be stuff that that uh, Jessica would do while we were recording and I would hear all this rustling before we could see each other. Mm-hmm. And I would hear all this rustling and I'm like, are you having a fist fight with that mic? What yeah. is what going on What are you doing? <laughs> now I'm on the hook because you can see me. Yeah, I love accountability, Jess. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. You know how I always ask you, what are you eating? When we recorded earlier, yeah. when you were having your lunch for breakfast, what, what, what are you eating? That was my favorite. I know. I'm afraid Sorry. to jump right into people I hate because... Why? I, I, I love that. Well, let's not because I haven't told you what I did for Rosh Hashanah oh. and I need to tell you. Okay. I went to my stepsister's house. She has a brand new house uh, in Baltimore and she married a guy, a wonderful man named... I won't tell you because John always hates when I name names. And um, they have four daughters now. She has one that just had a bar mitzvah. Then there's one that's around nine. And then the gentleman also has two around the same age. It's like almost a Brady Bunch. So bought a bigger house. It ha- yeah, it has huge, like, cathedral vaulted ceilings. And the problem, the only problem with the house, well, she pointed out everything wrong with the house, which was she doesn't like the way it was decorated, which l- was like Floridian 1982. Well, luckily, you can charming. change that. Everything's like pink and mint. Ugh. But, like, whatever. Yeah, you can always change that. But, like, they have a sunken dining room and then a sunken living room and so like but like my house growing up had that but it had a half banister so you could see it coming hers does not oops and also you just fall into every room you go into all the fuck into every room (laughs) and then also in her bedroom so she warned me about the failing room so she's like watch your step everyone falls so i'm like thank you takes me into her bedroom (laughs) ka-chunk Right into the, like, I almost fell into the bed. She's like, oh, I forgot just, that one. You just Kramer everywhere you go. You Kramer everywhere. into every room. <laughs> but it, is, it is a beautiful house. And then they did something for Rosh Hashanah that I've never seen anyone do before. We have to cough. She did, um, have you ever done this? What? <laughs> You're going to edit it out. Do you want me I to just it. flem it up in your ears? Should no, I just I, do that instead? No, I liked was, what you just did. I'm I was sick. Just, <laughs> it was okay. great. Is there? Have you ever, Melissa, done any kind of pre-lunch superstitional eat this to ward off that kind Never. of thing? Never. 
So she put out all these like sweet foods, like fish heads, which by the way were gummy. I hope but they're I think Swedish. Yeah. They were Swedish, but he, but he did actually scale a fish and chop that. He did do the fish head part, but for everyone else, we had gummy, um, sweetened carrots, um, a fig wrapped in what was supposed to look like bacon, but you know it was like beef fry because it's they're kosher. What else was on there? Uh, hold on, just give me a second because I need to close my eyes so I can see the plate. Okay, it was like. So why um, were all of these things put out to ward off? Well, you would say okay, he would like. Oh, fuck. He would say, like, now grab the carrot, and then you would eat the carrot, and he would say a blessing that says, this is to heat off evil spirits. And then you would eat the pomegranate seeds. This is to heat off or to increase fertility. It was all, it's all superstition. But the, the one that ruined the meal for me was tongue. She served tongue for the superstition and as the meal, and it looks exactly like what you would think it to look like. It's like... Well, my dad was like, it looks like corned beef. And I'm like, no, sir, it does not. Mm-mm. It no, looks it like does, a tongue. When, when it's cut up, when I saw it in the appetizing section of the deli, it was a cow's tongue that you could clearly identify as a cow's tongue. But when this you have it sliced yeah. and brought home and your mother says, it's corned beef and you try it and you're like, mm, that ain't right. Corned beef well, gone wrong. Not only could I not eat it, but I could not watch. I had to excuse myself because I couldn't watch other people eat it and also i had to make isaac leave because i knew some dick was going to feed it to him at the table if i didn't get him out of there so i was like no one's making my kid eat tongue so like i just went into the other room so he could play but like after that and watching like my stepbrother and my dad eat tongue (laughs) um i she served brisket and salad and whatever so i got salad and and i took a bite of the brisket and like it was just gamey enough to make me think that perhaps she had cooked them together ew and then I couldn't, I don't know, that could have been my brain ups, being still upset. And not, but you know, because brisket is not usually gamey. And then I thought, what if I it's made not the game? best brisket, Jess. Oh, I'm going to cook for brisket. you. I mm. made a good brisket too, actually. It's one of the few things, the few things that I can cook are giant Jewish meals, Sean. It's very strange. But like, I can cook a brisket and a matzo ball soup and an apricot chicken like nobody's business. It's ridiculous. I think I told you guys before that I worked in a kosher deli. Oh. And they had, and I used to slice beef tongue on the slicer. And you would take this thing that, well, looked like a tongue because it was one. It was. It looked like one. What a coincidence. And when you (laughs) sliced it, it it gave me the heebie-jeebies because it had a different sound to it when it sliced. It was like. What did it sound like? It was like a, it was like a. Grind, it had like a little grind to it because the tongue has the the outside of the tongue has all these taste buds on it and everything. And oh it was God, like, I'm gonna vomit. It was horrible. So then someone would go, and they used to always make me work kosher because they hated going over there and working kosher. Yeah. Right. So then I would go over and they would say, "Can I get a quarter pound of tongue?" And I'm like, "Okay, here we go." Taste buds or no taste buds? Oh, oh. oh did you have to ask that? No. Oh, I just God. I just went in there. I grabbed that sucker. I put it on a thing. And wow. zzz, Uh, horrible with a capital whore right so when you said someone fed you tongue i was like oh man you don't know i i i I was served tongue and instead of rosh hashanah i observed yom kippur and i didn't eat all day (laughs) couldn't eat oh goody so wednesday you'll be great i mean i haven't atoned but yes i'll be good
let's move into people I hate. I have someone that I'm not related to today. So. Wow. Woo! Look at this. Yes. Look at Moving you. on up. I know. Someone did point out to me over the week that the people I hate section is definitely, you know, needs to be rephrased as Jessica Vents about her in-laws. So I don't know <laughs> that was eye-opening for you. And I don't now- remember who that was, but I thought maybe I should stop doing that. I love that we have a listener. So, um, what? Uh, who, do you hate, who do you hate this week? So, you don't want to go first? That's fine. No, you're uh, on a roll. Go for it. So, like, no matter where I take Isaac, he is Isaac. He is delightful. He is excited. He is talkative as hell. But, like, his thing is to tell everybody everything he's excited about. And, like, I realize that you're not ever gonna not like, like not everyone's gonna hear him the first time or or want to engage with a toddler. I don't blame them, but no one is as cute or as delightful as Isaac is. And if he's got glitter on his arm, don't just walk by it, you know. And he's like, he just comes right up to strangers and goes, "I have a dragon. Look, I have glitter. Look, I got a tattoo." Like you don't have, you can just be like, "Great," and keep going. Don't ignore him. It hurts his little feelings. He's like so excited to tell everybody everything. Maybe I'm being one of those parents. It's like, pay attention to my kid. Maybe you are, but I, I just feel like. It's so rare that someone does that to me, like that a kid is that outgoing and outspoken. Like, why do you want to discourage that by being non-engaging? Thank you. Non. I was going to say connecting, but yeah. Why would you want to be a just? Why would you want to d- discourage that by being a douche? Well, I do get annoyed by other people's children, so I'm going to try to answer this for you. I don't really feel the need to engage with other people I don't know as kids, but I have to tell you, if I'm at a fairy convention or I'm at a kid-centered something where he got it, I guess I'm in the gen pop. So I'll be like, that is an awesome tattoo. Where is your mother? (laughs) He was never by himself. I'm saying when we, I can't drive by people with him in the cart without him being like, hi, this is what he did to me in Old Navy, okay? Like in Old Navy, we were shopping as you do. And um, there's lately in Old Navy, the line has been just unbelievably long, but like they have the best kids clothes. So it's out the door. There's a there's kids behind us and they start showing Isaac like all the different. He has a T-shirt with all the Minecraft people on it and they start engaging. And Isaac is also entertaining a two year old who like can't stay with her mother. And he was very entertained by that. And so, you know, within an arm's length he had engaged with every person in the line like from this way all the way to this way and um when uh one of the people walked by us after we were checking out one of the people walked by us to leave um and he was like bye and she you know and she was like bye take care and he goes bye i love you Oh. And she was like, she didn't, I didn't expect her to say bye, I love you too. She just <laughs> laughed and walked out the door. But I'm just, I was giving, this is not a story of someone I hate. What I'm saying is the kid does not stop engaging with strangers. He will always do it. So how could you not, you can't ignore that though. That's mean, right? Like if she'd have been like, fuck you kid. Well, she didn't do that. But I mean, I think again, fuck you no, kid is waved. mean, but right. she laughed and waved. She did engage with him, but there are people there were people so at the what was your experience? That didn't. There were people at the fairy festival who didn't. And yeah, sometimes in Target, they keep shopping like he's not talking. And it upsets me. Oh. Well, 
I'll have you know to avoid other people's children doing that to me. I wear headphones. I wear AirPods. Ah. They're not doing it. All right. So what would happen is if I was in Target and you wheeled up with Isaac, not that you, someone that I didn't know that wheeled up with their kid like Isaac, and the kid would be like, hey, look at my tattoo. Hi. I would go, hey, how you doing? And then if he kept engaging with me, now I get uncomfortable. I get uncomfortable. Well, I tell him to stop, but he just won't fucking listen. He told the woman in Target behind us, asked her if she had a fizzy drink and told her it was unhealthy. See, I don't need that. I don't need your kid telling me. I didn't tell him to do it. I don't need a three-year-old's right. fucking judgment. I, I don't need, yeah, I don't need that. I didn't tell him to do it. And she didn't See, ignore him either. It's other people. But I'm just saying, like, people don't usually ignore him. And it upsets me when they do because, I don't know, because so, he's cute. Oh, I, I had a discussion the other day with somebody about, like, kids and when they go out in public and they're just, they lose their mind and they they disrespect their parents and they smack their parents when they're out and everything. And they're like, what, what are you supposed to do? And there's someone where I think well, now that run away. in Texas now they're, they're bringing back corporal punishment for kids in school. Like, they're allowed to paddle them or smack them for bad behavior. No fucking way. Yes, You're yes. kidding. No, I'm not. Ladies and gentlemen, Beto O'Rourke. For <laughs> please, please defeat Cruz. I'm shocked so, by that. Anyhow, so they were doing that, and they said, "Is that should that be should that be allowed?" And I went to Catholic school with real nuns back in the day, and you know we used to get smacked all the time with anything with a handle. And I was like, "Well, didn't hurt me any. Maybe it did. I don't know." But uh, so we were talking <laughs> about this, and they said, "What about kids that want to go in there?" And <laughs> I said, "You should be able to beat the kid and the parents at the same time." <laughs> Nice, John. I mean, nice, John. Why not? <laughs> I do appreciate most in your story, John, how you said it didn't hurt me any. And then you came to a realization that it probably did shape you in a way that is way. not great. <laughs> so, well, yeah. you know, I grew up in the, I guess, mid 60s to mid 70s was my developmental stage in school, you know, from first grade to eighth grade. And, uh, you know, back then it was like no big deal. The neighbors could give you a whack if they caught you doing something. And then you went home and told your parents and they'd give you a whack for doing it because the neighbor had to give you a whack. Don't be an me in front of the neighbors. So, I don't know. But, again, when you go there, it, it, it makes me uncomfortable engaging with someone that I don't know and their children. You know, you give them a, hey, hey it's great. And then you just kind of keep and walking. And that should and be they, good. That should right, be good. All right. And then if you keep walking and they're talking, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know. And I get uncomfortable and I try to get away. Now, now I have to circumvent my shopping because you're there with your kid that can't shut up. Okay. Hearing what John said, <laughs> okay, I don't really love to engage. That said, Isaac is delightful. <laughs> like he's, I, I'm not he saying is. this about Isaac or you. I'm just saying about anybody's kid in and general. He's behaving. Yeah, he's, yeah, because you have him in the cart. Because you have him in the cart. You, put, you take Isaac out of the cart. No, he's a good boy. He just likes to talk to people whether they want to be spoken to or not. I don't not. know where and he gets I'm that. I'm saying is. I don't either. I don't, but all I'm saying is... <laughs> it's a mystery, that child. From whence does he come? It's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. Where does he come from? But all I'm saying is, if a delightful child is talking to you, just be like, great! And that's all you need. Yes, that's, yeah, I agree with you. Like, you you should acknowledge exist. them, and if they keep talking to you, say, okay, good, well, I gotta go over here. I'll have a good day. Yeah, what's and the then big deal? And then kind of get out of the way. Leave. Run. Anyway, don't walk. Elope. People are rude. Right. John, do you have a people I hate this week? 
Yeah. Do you Be- ha- do you no. hate people in supermarkets <laughs> whose kids won't shut the fuck up? Is that your people I hate this week? I was going to say that, but I figured was that, that would too hurt. spot on for you. <laughs> yes, I was. Hurt, I was figuring that would hurt Jessica's feelings. So no, I didn't it do wouldn't. That. It's funny. Now the people I hate are okay. So this is what happened to me today when I went to go get my coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. I pulled up and they go, "It's free," and I go, "What do you mean?" And they go, "The person in front of you." Paid for you again? Wow, right. John! Now that I, they were my, the people I like, but now I feel like I need to do something because I really didn't ask this to be done for me. Oh like, my God! You were put upon by kindness, right, oh, John? It's so hard. To the, be horror. You. the horror, the horror. <laughs> so then I say, you know what? That's a great idea. I'll pay for the guy behind me. The guy behind me, I don't know what he ordered, but it was like fifteen dollars. So my cough, my free coffee. Co- speak like $15 today. So that's that the people I hate. Stop buying my stuff. I'll buy my own stuff. No one asked you to buy the guy behind Yeah, you, you could have paid it forward another nice way. Thing. Right. You didn't yeah, have to. Geez. I think my eye actually twitched when she told me $15. John, my eye Lord knows twitched. you have another meal coming from a drive-thru. Lord knows you could figure out the next one. Maybe today. lunch or maybe dinner. Who knows? As soon as I get done recording here. Exactly. Yeah, you could have done that instead. But yes, mm-hmm. enjoy your free $15 coffee. <laughs> My free $15 coffee. All right, Missy, you're up. Who are the people that yeah, you hate? What's up? Okay. I'm going to lose friends on this one, and I think I'm okay with it. I think you Let's should know, and I can't say it's your face, so I have a platform and I'm using it. Please stop asking me to support your children's extracurricular fucking activities. I did not sign them up to play baseball, football, volleyball. I do not want to pay for their uniforms, their travel, their trips, their lunches. You signed your kid up for all of these travel sports. You should fucking pay for it. Don't crowdsource your kids' activities. I don't call you to pay for CrossFit. I don't call you. Leave me the fuck alone because... And I should not volunteer this. Stuart can't say no because he gets it. <laughs> he gets it on every front. He gets it professionally. He gets it personally. If I'm not getting a Girl Scout cookie out of this deal, I am not interested. In well, what do you need to get out of the deal in order to to participate? All right, I want to be clear: a Girl Scout cookie. That's the only thing I'm willing to to subsidize. What about the chocolate and the wrapping paper? Stuff? I don't what want about to, I will buy my own chocolate. Bars. I will buy my own wrapping paper. Please just leave me alone. And and I get it because you su- my girlfriend signed her kid up for volleyball. She has two uniforms for which to pay, like an away and a home and hotel rooms where they travel and they stay. It is a fortune. Please know ahead of time what you're going to have to pay and stop crowdsourcing your children's activities. It's not my problem. It's not my business. Please send your Girl Scout cookies to my house. (laughs) Private message me to find out my address. I am in. I will pay anything. Uh, Sweet. Go ahead. I said, I don't know if I told you this, but I went to Catholic school. And one of the things about the Catholics, they were master marketers back in the day. So you used to sell Christmas cards and Easter seals and, and everything. You were always coming home with stuff to sell your relatives. And it was crazy. Same thing. It's like, you know what? Stop. I, I, you, know, you have to go around the neighborhood and try to sell this. You had to try to get out there. Door to door, John. Yeah. That's dangerous. Well, back in the day, it really wasn't. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it was. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I <don't> it was. <laughs> 
Yeah, we would walk around. Wasn't it? And we would try to sell candy and all this other stuff that you ha- would have to sell, and you'd have to sell this so much of this to get a stupid T-shirt or whatever it was. And, y- again, it's all that to make money for them who was yeah. charging you money to go to school. Yeah, so it's it was, crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. Unless you're a Girl Scout, I'm really, I'm so sorry. I love your kids. I love you. Please, don't be offended. Just stop, stop soliciting me unless it's a cookie. Um, thank you very much. I'll be here all week. I will buy, I will pick up her slack. I will buy anything Melissa doesn't want. I will buy all the things I also cannot say no, nor do I ever. What if it's just do. throwing money? Like support me or, or how about magazine subscriptions? Ugh. I'm good. No, like leave me alone. But you could send it to a hospital. That. You don't have to take it selfishly. You, you're now send it over here. That's he- a good point. Ugh, stop soliciting me. I didn't me. even think of that. Stop. Just leave me alone. I don't like being solicited for other people's, well, I was going to say charity, but that's not exactly true either. I will support the charity. I have to, I have to have the buy-in. Like I can't just, if they're doing a run for cancer, I need to know who died in order to support. You need the story. Yeah, I can't just support you because you feel like running that day. Then I have I a story to, to somebody died. I have a story to forward you. I have a I have a couple of friends who are in quite a pickle right now. I'll forward you their story. That's not even fair because it's such a great story. I wish you would tell it. Really, I do. Why can't you tell it? What's wrong? I can tell it. Um, should I, John? Just don't put any names in it. So do I know these people? No, no, nobody will know them, and they're certainly not listeners. I'll tell you that. But, there you go. But. All right. So there is a Facebook post that said, please consider helping our journey. I'm going to shorten it for you because we only have 40 minutes here. So uh, I, I know these people who adopted a kid from abroad, from a Uh-oh. from a very, very third world, dangerous country. Africa. Somewhere in Africa. Okay. Um, and the child has... Many, many problems, learning problems, emotional support problems. Um, anyway, turns out that this child has PTSD from all of the years that they spent in Africa in this terrible situation. I don't, I don't even know if it was an orphanage, that did, but to be unwanted in a country of danger and unwanteds, like nothing good, nothing good started this life. So now they're in a horrible situation and... They're getting help. So it, it's going to take weeks and like 15, like several months of evaluation and an inpatient situation, which will then lead to a placement, which will be another year and a half, probably maybe two years to get it figured out and therapies and education and all of this stuff to get, oh, I got the, to get this they kid. They adopted a mess is what you're saying. <sighs> yeah, they did a. How much is beautiful. this going to cost? They them? did a beautiful, beautiful thing and are being punished for it. But yes, they it's and the and the kid is great and their family loves. It's a it's a mm-hmm, it's a great situation until it's a terrible situation. So there was a post on Facebook that estimated how much it would be for these therapies and would you consider contributing to our to our plight? Here is a link to PayPal for you to do that. Mm-hmm. What was the estimate? Three hundred grand. Damn, that is. Well, wait a minute. Um, this place that they sent them, it must be like, uh, like around r- here, right? It's, it's horrible. No, place. it turns out that the first placement of evaluation is actually 
in Hawaii. Why? What are know. they doing? That's where Wait she was minute. placed. That was Does the match. That was the placement. Hawaii, so there's no other place that fixes That's broken awfully kids. Convenient. No, these these are the most honest, kind people that I think you will ever meet, right. which you can kind of get from doing this adoption and doing this. But um, but they, they threw out a huge disclaimer. Uh, and any money that you do give us is not at all going to go to the uh, funding of a, B, C, D, our tri- our after we dropped this person off, our rest of the two weeks that we spent in Hawaii afterwards. It's not going to that. It's not going to these 10 things in our lives that we've already started doing. But, I mean, they were full, complete full disclosure. Full disclosure. We've started it. But do you want to help? And Stuart looked at me and I'm like, I do want to help. Like, I feel like cooking a meal right now. I feel like doing whatever I can to make life easier for your family. And yes, Stuart is your your perfect audience for that. I don't know why John made me tell a story, but like I, I do want to help. I don't know that that my $75 or my $100 donation to this is going to be a help in the way that they need, but I feel like, and, and I want to help them and they're lovely. I don't think I could ever crowdsource for anything like that. Did you read about that couple that, was in trouble in Philadelphia and a homeless guy gave him, gave them like his only $20 and in exchange they decided to set him up a GoFundMe and buy him whatever he wanted with the money just to like make his life better because he was like, I don't oh, know. Homeless. Say like, no more. Yeah, homeless. Home, right. <laughs> He's the worst. So they set up the GoFundMe. They tell the story. It goes viral. They end up, they end, up, they end up making him $200,000. They give him 50 of it and spend the rest. And now he's suing them and GoFundMe. And like they, they spend the to... rest on him or no, they said they wouldn't oh give him the God. rest of the money because he was back on drugs and alcohol, you know, and and but in his def- like his defense is that he kind of had, you know, he had like no access to any of the stuff they said they were going to get him i guess they bought him a car and then he had to sell the car because he was living out i mean it was just like it's a mess so i, I heard it was four hundred thousand dollars four hundred twenty thousand. Oh, you're right and they did they give him two off the bat so what they did was they started giving him money but then he got back into drugs and everything so what they did they said they were, so again this is horrible on so many reasons like it was it all yeah. started out as a good thing yeah okay and then what happened was he they got they got all this money and then they went to give it to him, but that was it was actually uh, hurting him because he was using this money for drugs and alcohol and all this other stuff. So they were trying to give him and set him up in a place and all, and it wasn't working. So their thing was they should have put that money in escrow so that they didn't. But somehow, all of a sudden, now the money's gone. And now he's suing them and GoFundMe, and it's a big, giant mess. Because also because they have new cars and trips. They've been taking trips. Yeah, so and, they've, apparently and- they've been using the money... Yeah, they're using. The did they that- think there would be no accountability? Did they think? I yes. mean, what they did went viral. How how could it not be wildly accountable? For- because the guy's homeless, so therefore, what he has no rights. I what's guess. what's he going to do? What's I he going to do? Or credibility? If yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, I'm putting them on my list of people I hate. I, I hate, hate that. Couple. I hate them too. But like you said, it, you know, when it comes to drugs and alcohol, people do not know what to do to help someone and great sums of money. If you have access to great sums of money that's just sitting there that you have control of, it that Don't it takes a spend it for fuck's 
sake. I agree with you, but it's a temptation that a lot of people would have a problem with. You know what they should have done? I yes. can tell you. They, first of all, they should have asked someone who was in recovery what to do with the fucking money. Second of all, you can't just hand over a bunch of money to a homeless person and expect them to know how to manage their money. Duh. Who's an, addi- who's an addict? I mean, that's there are too many things at play in this and situation. And third of all, they should have used the money to help for recovery. That shit is expensive. It would have drained them just to buy him rehab. Yeah, and then he would have gotten out, still been homeless. And he has no health insurance. I mean, well, no, but I mean, at least, at least once he was sober, then they could have been like, okay, as long as you remain sober, you'll we'll take we'll give you this much per salary per month. You can get an apartment and a car. You know what I mean? Like it's two hundred thousand. I mean, four hundred thousand dollars. That'll do you four years for you to find it. I mean, at least to find a job, have a car, have a. You know what I mean? Like they could have fucking done. Yeah, they were wrong. They yeah, they were people. definitely wrong. They should. Yeah, I don't know again, if they're yeah. bad people. They're just dumb. That was dumb. All of it well, is dumb. If you spent half of the money you made for this guy, that that's not wrong. a good person. Yeah, no, that's, you're right. That's but a it bad is, choice. It is. I I can see it being like, well, we'll just borrow this much. Nope, you made it to the people we hate list. Thanks yeah. very much, Jekyll. Yeah. yeah. So the other people I hate actually was showcased on. Have you guys on Netflix watched Atypical? No. Ugh. It's so good. It's two seasons. Michael Rappaport, Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, it's about an autistic kid and high, high functioning autistic kid and his trials and tribulations. And it's really, really, really good. You have to watch it. The second season just came out um, and I plowed through the whole thing. And this is I get depressed again because I watch a really good show and then I have to wait, what, a year before it comes out again? It's it's terrible. So binging is so wonderful until it's so awful. Um but there was a scene where he was, this kid was standing in the stands and watching his sister at a track meet and a girl in front of him had a high pony and she looked left and looked right and looked left and looked right and her high pony kept smacking him in the face. Looked left, looked right. And when I used to go to baseball games with my family, sitting down, the girl in front of me, they were season tickets. The girl in front of me would take her long red curly hair and she would brush it off her shoulders until it fell behind the seat she was sitting in which also happened to be my knees and my food that I was eating at the baseball game I hate people who can't control their own hair please have the courtesy of not ponytailing me in the face every time you look left and look right it is not cute it is not attractive and keep it the fuck out of my food people who can't control their hair ding 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 people I hate ever happened to you not personally. My hair is very under control. No. Did anybody <laughs> anybody else's hair upset you? Everyone's <laughs> hair upsets me. No, no, I wouldn't say anybody's hair has ever upset me, but I've never had anybody put their hair in my food before either. I'm not looking forward to that. Like, I don't want to, just because of the story, I don't want to go out and try it. <laughs> Growing it's up, not something I, had, I recommend. I had two yeah. friends with hair down to their ass, and they always wore it in a big, long braid. And um, yeah, occasionally in gym class, I'd be whipped with that braid and it was, it did not tickle. It was painful as hell. Yeah. I think it's more disgusting when it's somebody else's hair in your food. It's also people feel the need to play with their hair all day long when they're of a certain age or a certain hair length. They just constantly play with their hair. At services, I saw a girl put her hair up, take it down, put it up, take it down, put it up, take it down maybe 70 times until her father looked over and said, 
knock it off. And I was like, wow, way to go, dad. She didn't, she didn't knock it off. But at least there, there's enough space between your seats where like at a baseball game, you're pretty much on top of each other. So it was, it just made me want to vomit. Keep track of your hair. Stop thinking that playing with it's okay in public. Deal with your, all of that stuff in the bathroom and then join the world as you know it and get off your hair. Yeah, see, Thank you very much. I thought the, the curly red hair forgot like at my nachos with the cheese. Oh my God, yes. See, I would have taken the cheese and smeared it all over her hair. So after this girl at this track meet in front of this kid is back and forth right in his face, he grabs the ponytail. Oh. And, and he, right? So yes. he takes it and he just pulls it down a little and he holds her there. So she's bending over in an arch because her ponytail is in the kid's hand behind her. And they're like, you can't do that. And he's like, what are you talking about? She just whipped me in the face a hundred times. I can absolutely do this. It's in my physical space. I now own her hair. Like, right. I'm with him. I wanted to do that. And I, it was so satisfying to see somebody put an end to a behavior that has previously made me crazy. Or, you know, you could lean over and say, hey, excuse me, you keep whipping me with your hair. Do you mind uh, not doing that? Okay, that's awkward. Yeah, I could do that. Or would you like to suck the ends of your hair that's now full of nacho cheese? You might as well eat the rest of them because there's no way I'm eating what you just stuck your hair in. Yeah, that's what you do. You tap them on the shoulder and say, here, you can have these. Your hair was just in them. <laughs> exactly. I'm not eating them. You're the one person who won't be disgusted by the fact that your hair has been in this. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah, here you go. And give me $11, please, because we're in a ballpark and you know that's how much the nachos were. Yeah, exactly. Here's yeah, Give me $11. Here's your hair nachos. Your hair nachos. That sounds vile. Sounds hair nachos. Vile. Revolting. Yeah. Revolting. All right, that's it for me and people I hate this week. Now, I know that uh, Jessica put this thing on Facebook about the professional cuddlers. Yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, the professional I don't cuddler. know how I feel about that. Because I'm not going to lie. I love a good cuddle. Cuddling is like one of my favorite things to do. But I don't think I could cuddle a stranger. I have to have some kind of emotional involvement with my cuddler. So here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. You are a masseur. You're a masseuse. I, I don't know. Is that general? Yeah, masseuse. Let's just say you're a masseuse. masseuse. Will you touch anyone? Yes, because that's my job. I'm, it's, I'm working muscle groups. Um, uh, yes, that's a different not, story. Not all people are as clean as other people. Not all people are as um, well, I, well kept. So why, if you are willing to touch anybody's muscle groups, um, why is cuddling more offensive to you than a naked person laying in front of you as you manipulate question. all of their parts? Okay, well, because... All right, Almost all of their parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all except one or two. All right, so here the thing is that uh, a massage is different from cuddling because a massage is, you know, there's a, a purpose for a massage as far as, you know, you have a stiff back or st- stiff muscles or something, and you're going to get some relief from that. Now, cuddling would work the same way, but... Has, it has a purpose. Right, for, for some people, I would not get that relief from cuddling. It would be awkward for me to be cuddled by somebody that I did not know or had an emotional attachment to. You're saying as the cuddly, not the yes, cuddler. Cuddly. I don't even want to cuddle somebody that I'm not. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I would not be. I would not apply for the job of cuddler. My brother used to have a stuffed animal named Cuddly. That's oh. <laughs> why I started laughing when I said cuddly. Not yeah, cuddler. the cuddle. Yeah, exactly. Now I don't know if anybody listen. 
I'm not. I'm sure nobody. If I was, if someone hired a cuddler, and all of a sudden there was a at the door, and they opened it up and they saw me, I would expect the door to be slammed in my face. Well, you, I'm not really cuddler I'll material. You hire them like on a dating app. Oh, so you swipe. It's not a shock uh, when you open the damn door. Right, but it's so it's supposed to be non-sexual. Correct. Of course. It doesn't even have to be opposite sex. You can ask for a man or a woman instead. Okay, now. Here's the thing. Does, does cuddling come with a happy ending at times, too? No. It's supposed, not supposed no. to. Um, well, neither is a massage, so... Yeah, there are well, there are online maps well, well, what, John? to find out where you can get those. <laughs> so certain places you can go for those happy endings. You know, but then there's other places you can go, and no matter how much you pay them, they're not going to give you one of those happy endings. So those treats, those treats. Um, I'm just wondering if, like, if someone is paying you to cuddle them, yeah, it seems to me that it would be easy enough to find affection for that person in your heart enough to hug them and keep hugging them. Like, if they are so devoid of human interaction for whatever reason, married, single, I'm in. Did you make an a? Did you make a profile for me? I'm in. Like, like really? It's enough. You you should be able to have enough emotional sympathy for that person to be like, yeah, I would do it. Just hug you. <laughs> I just I do it in my day to day life. I mean, I could be walking in Wegmans and do a food shop and see a friend and hear a story that they give or or a half a stranger cuddler. or a sto- she actually would be perfect for this. And I would I would definitely scoop them up with some loving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a hugger though. Like I'm a. How can mm. I, I comfort too. you? Because there's such a release in it, too. There's For being somebody as Asperger as I am, I'm big into hugging, too. I like hugs. You know who gives the best hugs? John Sophia. She hugs. Yes. She hugs from, like, her knees all the way to her eyebrows. Like, all of it is hugging you. She has such long, lanky Arms, limbs. I know. And everything. I know. She, That's a great compliment. It is. She actually has a video online as to how to hug someone the right way. Really? I might have to check that out. So back to the Les Moonves massage Indeed. treat. Ike. Right. So if you go somewhere, like say there's a difference between a massage, a physical massage for medical reasons. I mean, sore muscles or, you know, like a tight back or something. We got it. Hold, right. Got okay. It. The other one is more of a sensual <laughs> massage or something like that. I can't do that either. I can't have someone go in there. And, you know, if I'm there, it's because I got a tight back or something like that. I don't want to be there and, and be massaged for sensual stuff. I don't know. It just doesn't. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. The humming of shibita. Something like I that. I don't really know what to say to that. All right. Fair enough. Every, every Everyone's different. I would, ha- I would let almost anyone massage me in any way they were willing to massage me. I hate me. being massaged, actually. I'll take I don't it. I like that. Really? But I might like a hug, but I do not like... Massage. I'll be there in forty. I'll be there in forty minutes to come. Truly, I do not like massage. <laughs> but I could you cuddle Jessica? Nice. Huh? I was wondering, could Melissa cuddle Jessica? Why couldn't she? Of course. I guess. What I don't are you know. Saying that I, we don't. I don't I'm, fit on a chair. No, and it's nothing to do with anything like that. <laughs> I mean, saying? would that be? Wouldn't that be awkward between the two of you? I mean, for an extended period of time, maybe. But I could sit What's on the, the couch and limit? hold her hand for a while, and that wouldn't be awkward. Okay. No, I'm going for the full cuddle. No, actually, I don't know what no. Your hand holding really crap. A, I'm going for the it, full it cuddle. It probably wouldn't be awkward. 
But don't I'm forget, we've known each other since I was like 18, 19. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people I've been friends with for that long. Full I'm not cuddle. cuddle. I'm not a full cuddle. cuddle. I'm going yeah, in for the full cuddle. I no handholding crap. Think, let me just put it this way: if I was laying there and she came up, laid next to me, and put her leg over me, yeah, I could. Yeah, it's not awkward until until your breathing sinks really and then awkward. you relax and it's like that's lovely. But I've known her half Let's my life. Do it. I mean, it might be awkward if Let's you and it. I did it because. And it would be awkward if we did it the Amish market, but I mean, if we did it in the privacy <laughs> of we, our if own we, if we home, could Netflix and, and chill without Netflix and chilling. I think that was one of the cover arts I did for this podcast with, with two right. of us sitting on a couch with Netflix on. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could do it. Okay, Melissa and I could do it. I mean, there's a lot of people that you and I both know that it would be definitely awkward, but in two seconds, it's not awkward. Like it only takes a second to like. Be comfortable with someone, and then that's it. Like that picture with Isaac and Mark is a perfect example. He barely knew Mark, but do you know what I'm talking about, Melissa? Yes, I do. I remember seeing it. Yeah, I mean, like all he did was say <laughs> it's scary, and then he just like cuddled right up to him, and it looked like they had, they it looked like they were related. Cuddling is easy if you look at it from that way. Like he just needed. I mean, he had seemed. They seemed to have some kind of. Underlying affection for one another, and, and Isaac needed a hug. What's the big deal? <laughs> you know, they sat that way for like a half hour. Aww. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just That's think adorable. if you can get past your initial reaction of "Oh my god, this is so weird," and think about it if logically, you start singing, it's not that bad. If you start singing, what the world needs is now, love, sweet love. Um. They, I saw a poster on Facebook that said, love your neighbor with different political views, with different sexual views, with, with all these differences That's between right. us. Just fucking love your neighbor. Like, if you could do that. And I want to do that. It's the only thing. I want to do that. I want to be more like that. I want, I want it not to be them and us, but for it to be all of us, don't we? I, I want that I more. I just want to say okay, something. Well, I to every work. time I open our trail, I have to work on it. This foot haunts me. I got to get rid of this. Fucking yeah, don't book. worry. We'll get past it. We'll get past it. So add a few more episodes and we'll get past it. It's the picture of the foot fungus that Jessica's talking about. It stares at me from, every time I go to look at our notes. From episode 43 cover. You can 43, see it in our art. We should call it. It's, it's <sighs> the worst. It's the worst so picture. <laughs> anyway. Two episodes yeah. ago. So uh, Jessica, you going to write a book? I had a brilliant idea for a book. First of all, it's not even my first brilliant idea for a book. It's probably my second or third. But this one I might write. And I'm going to call it Bullshit Stuff to Do with Your Toddler. Oh. Which is something that, like, no one has written. And I'm not talking about, like, take him to the fairy festival. I'm talking about here's a fun activity. Um, get some pipe, or cle- pipe cleaners and glue some pom-poms on it there now you have a fucking project or like i don't know like just it was funny yesterday when we were talking about it because we were at the fairy festival and each craft i was like naming like okay we're at the fairy festival here's a craft get some fucking tool and then stick rhinestones on them boom you have a fucking tutu or how about you take a big giant tongue depressor and staple a piece of felt on it with some glitter now you have a magic wand ta-da I am so glad I do not have a three-year-old. I, yeah. I couldn't find a moment in my life where I am more elated to have teenagers. And I don't ever feel elated to have teenagers. But, but not having to deal with 
all of that nonsense is so liberating. Yeah, the toddler so like, part of my life yeah, the was toddler not my, wasn't much fun. I'm not going to lie. Shit is, that shit is bonkers. Right. Um, here's the, so my friend Nomi and I are not the girliest like women but like here we are at the fairy festival yesterday and he and i was trying to tell her where i was i said um we're over here getting a glitter tattoo she writes back we're at a tutu craft station and then i just wrote back i can't believe we're having this conversation this is us now i could not believe we're having this conversation (laughs) after this we'll go uh paint in a bubble parade yeah i mean it was like yeah it was bonkers so and then we were we went for ice cream after and i was like I can't believe we just glued some shit on Tool to make a tutu and glittered up some popsicle shit. And she was like, that would be funny if you could be like 50 bullshit crafts to do with your toddler. <laughs> that's exactly how it feels. Get some paint, get some fucking aluminum foil and some Q-tips. Squirt that shit on there and let them go to town. Next page. We have a whole drawer full of all of that stuff. And I'm like, go in the craft oh. drawer. Take out whatever you want in the craft drawer glue some shit together it's not it's nothing that i had to monitor it's just when you're done i want to see no record that this happened at three four you do have to monitor it but yeah i hear you it's just funny like i mean the book part is funny because like no one ever wants to admit that like they're not having the best time of their lives making slime and putting food coloring in it and like playing play-doh and like legos and trains I hate all of it. Every bit of it, I hate. Yeah, the you know, I'm not, I, I guess I'm not a big crafty person either. I don't even like dying Easter eggs. Like I don't. It doesn't even have to be crafts. You can just be like, walk your kid outside, even from the driveway and back. Will seem like a long walk to them, and then you can say you've let him outside for the day. So, as as a communications facilitator with when I used to work with deaf kids, their language was so limited that I would literally do what you just said take them for walks around the school so i'd say all right i would make the joke that i'm gonna leash one of them up and we're gonna go out for a walk (laughs) but i would say all right today we're looking for rectangles right so i would show them the sign for rectangle and i would say all right let's go find rectangles so we would walk the entire school talking only in sign language about rectangles were fine because you're now in the gen pop like you're not in your classroom where you voice and whatever so we would walk around and you know those schools are made of cinder blocks, which are literally all <laughs> rectangles. So um, that was a very long walk Yay! we took. <laughs> it was terrible. But but that's that's what we would do. I would take one at a time. Like, who's next? Like, oh, me. I'm like, uh, not rectangles today. Today, circles. Let's find circles. Yeah. So we would find different things or someone who has blue eyes. And we would definitely work on language. But that's what we would do. You have one kid, and I was getting paid to do it, so I had more energy than you did. But I can't imagine going through all of that again. Just so the the listeners don't lose the hilarity of this, she was actually doing the sign language oh, for yeah. us. Right. <laughs> Even though it's an audio show. Um, <laughs> so to all the deaf people out there. It was effective. <laughs> I hope you could hear that, deaf people. So, yeah, um, I did it for our deaf audience. I signed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not even about the patience. Like, I don't mind little kids. I don't mind being there. I don't mind walking them around and stuff. I don't like a thousand whistles in my face. And I think the crafts are kind of dumb. And he actually detests art projects. Like, don't forget the recorder. I saw you with a recorder too. He does them as fast and as half-assed as he possibly can. So I don't really like. 
I don't really like a whole festival full of crafts. Uh, when he would rather stand in the bouncy house, I had to convince him not. I tried everything I could not to get him to go on this bouncy house yesterday. The line was a fucking mile long, and I was like, I want to go on a bouncy house. And I was like, What about this one? This one's like a, a smaller line. It's a little slide. He's like, Okay. So we stand in the line. He goes up. He comes down. Now I want to do this one. I was like, No, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. I said, like, You know what, Isaac? I want to say yes to you, but I'm just not going to. And he was like, but, but I, and I was like, listen, I'm going to tell you this now. We're going to see how this goes. Okay. If you make me stand in this line for the bouncy house, I'm going to throw a temper tantrum, the likes of which you have never seen. Jessica, he can't make you stand in a line. He's three. He said, okay, never mind. And that was it. Oh, all right. Well, you found something that works, but. He can't make you do anything. No, he He's can't three. make me do it. But I was trying to get him to understand that while I wanted to give him what he wanted, I also really did not. Like, it was like, I see people being like, maybe another time. We'll do it later. Not today. Or they lie and say it's broken or some shit. Like, I'm not going to do that. No, I don't want to stand in the heat. I know you get like the bouncy house. You have one at school every weekend. If I stand in this line... You and I are both going down. And he was like, cool, let's do something else. Okay. He got it. But I mean, why don't people just level with their kids? You know what I mean? How many times do we have? One more time. Let's go get ice cream. Yay. We're going to leave now. Is that okay? Great. One more time of bubbles. Please, mommy. Please, mommy. Yeah. But then we're not leaving and getting ice cream. Like what? But do you know how many kids are just like, sure. Oh, you want to do this now? You want to do that now? Great. No. Uh, I have a sunburn on my inner lip. Let's go. Ew. Well, because I talk, Ouch. you know, I always get sunburned on my lips because I'm always talking like him. My face always yeah. gets sunburned. And it doesn't matter. It was a lovely festival, actually. I don't even like, you know, I could do a whole next time we talk. I'm going to do a whole rant about children's games I fucking hate. Okay. That's what's, that's what's happening. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and Well, dear listener, right now, now you have something to look forward to. Uh, the bouncy yeah. house? Well, let me give them something to look forward to in addition to that. We will on the next podcast also do more of the would you rathers cuz we are running out of time yes. on this episode. I have one um, thing I would love to touch base with because it's kind of time timely. Yeah. So our lovely president has now decided to test the FEMA system where he can send you an alert to your phone. Really? Yes. And it goes to all cell phones. Now, here's the catch. You can't opt out of it from your cellular system. So in other words, you can opt out of Amber Alerts. You can opt out of severe weather alerts. You can opt out of catastrophic alerts. The president, you're not allowed to opt out of thoughts because thoughts my thoughts are he's he's a dictator he's not just a dick but he is a dictator and he's doing everything he can to further his dictatorship and that's it that's everything what what about it do you not like that he's going to be on our cell phones with his silly little yeah that, like if you don't like his like yes. if you don't like like his twitter you don't have to follow him on twitter 
If you don't like his speeches or anything, you don't have to go watch his speeches. But he's decided, here's a way you can't avoid me. I am your I am your dictator, and you will take this message. And who decides what things go through well, there? He does. Doesn't FEMA decide? Well, I guess. What kind of but stuff I mean, would he, he put on there? Well, you know, I was just we'll in the... I just went to the kitchen and had a beautiful peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I was thinking Not about really. this Mueller investigation... And I oh, think really? it's well, all. What would he put on there, though? What I, he... I don't know. That's Who the just... fuck knows? He's deranged. He could put on whatever he wants. He's deranged. Doesn't it have to be an opt-in? No, you can't. You can't. That's what opt he's out. saying. It's not. It's not an opt-in. It's a right. You you have to. You don't have. I mean, you can opt out of all these other ones. This one you can't opt out of. And people are losing their mind. Doing this? Yes, it's supposed to be this week. I think it's Thursday. Hold the phone, Joan. I gotta see this. I did not read this. I can't believe it. Type in FEMA presidential alert. In While the she's machine. looking that up, can I ask you both a question? Sure. If you could go to an island and have the greatest two weeks of your entire life, but you would have no memories of it, would you do it? No. Nope. Because you can't. The best part of these those kind of things is the memories that you can go back and relive it. So it would be like having that and not, and you no one would know. Once you were the gone, you wouldn't know about it anymore. But if you didn't remember it, you wouldn't miss it. I understand that, but there's no reason to do it. The goal uh, of the alert is to alert Americans to emergencies like severe weather and missing children. That's the Amber Alert, that's and that's the catastrophic one. alert. Okay. Well, Look for yeah. the presidential one. The presidential. No, I know. But it says you can expect a text from President Trump soon that FEMA, in coordination with the FCC, will conduct a nationwide test of the wireless emergency alert system on October 3rd. The original date was supposed to be this Thursday, but FEMA announced the test has been postponed to the backup date. Oh, wow. The goal is to alert Americans to emergencies like severe weather and missing children, which you're right. We have both of those already. Yeah, so what is it for? Why all of a sudden does we need him to say something like that? Then it says the EAS is a national public warning system that provides the president with the communications capability to address the nation during a national emergency. Okay, so we shouldn't have to use it at all. I mean, so who's going to test it? Actually, going to be right. But if he decides fake news is a national emergency because he's not being represented well, is that up to him to decide? I mean, right. Who knows? We're not going to get to talk about Norm MacDonald today, are we? Oh, no. Let's talk. Oh, we can't. We don't have time. because We, we gotta... don't have time. But John has a really good impression. And I have a defense of him, which seems to be the least popular opinion yeah. out there. So not that's on this sad. Podcast. I'm glad somebody's got a defense of me. That's there you go. I've never. <laughs> Crowbar it in there, John. Crowbar it in. Oh, man. Yeah. He sounded yeah. ridiculous on to Howard the other day. Yeah, wow. <laughs> he yeah. did. I did see. I did see his show though. Yeah, I mean, and he uh, he kissed Jane Fonda who like wouldn't? who wouldn't is right. He like went in and kissed Jane Fonda, and and she seemed to dig it. <gasps> really? She, uh, yeah, yeah she, she liked it. He liked it. It threw her off for a little bit. She probably hasn't it kissed was, a man that young in twenty years. Yeah, I just don't want to tell. I was going to tell. I wasn't going to tell anybody, but I I got a little Fonda tongue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were. They had a really good kiss, <laughs> yeah. and he really flirted with Drew Barrymore too. Did he? Like That's a he was creepy. in awe of her and really flirted with her. So I thought that was really 
Hmm. Maybe, maybe his show will t- will speak for itself. It was a decent show. I did enjoy the lack of format in his show. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this shit show. <laughs> kind of like this. Like Amen. we are more formatted than we've ever been. But still, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Interesting. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, He's always talked that way, though, John. It's not new. I know. I. What do you think? I got the. Uh, how I could do the imitation. He's been doing it for years, but he's he's one of those guys like your uncle that got started to get too old and all of a sudden he started losing his faculties and you started to notice it year over year. Well, he's been, it's been a few years for Norm and he's, I don't know, I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to do this. He's starting to lose his mind. I think he just does stand-up, so it doesn't matter. And the show, and the show, he's, he's super prepared. He's got questions and jokes. Like he's, he's, I liked the show. I hate to even say it out loud. I mean, you don't have to- I loved, I liked it too, actually. Like, I love listening to Norm, even though he is, like, impossible to... Understand? Decipher? He always sounds high as a kite, but, um, yeah. but yeah. And he's not. I don't know but, if he is, yeah. but he could be, but... And I listened to Louis C.K. came back and did an open mic the other night, and I listened to that. That was pretty good. Did you? Yes, it's on YouTube, if you go in there and... Google, you know, go to YouTube and search it. You'll you'll have it. And now it's just audio, but someone took and recorded the whole thing while it was up there. So it was interesting. It was interesting to him to come back and just like get up on stage like nothing happened and just. Is it weird that I want to absolve comedians of misconduct faster no. and sooner than people who are in higher? I first of all, I don't feel not Bill Cosby, but like I don't feel like there are comedians that are really in that big a position of power. Certainly not in their own minds. You know, like, like, but also Roseanne, Louis. I'm trying to think there's anyone else. Those are the two. Be careful because that's how Norm got in trouble by saying these two have a similar experience. They're friend, both friends of mine. Let them speak because only they would understand each other's plight. And that's when shit just rained down on him. Louie the... kind of just did the whole, yeah, I fucked up. Well, you try to make a joke and the joke didn't go over well. You're in there. You're making a joke. No one sits there and crafts a joke for it. It's a spur of the moment thing, and you think it's funny, and you spit it out. About right. And then all of a sudden. In an interview. Right. And the feet that he offended. Oh, I'm offended. Oh, you should lose all your work. You should lose every way to make money. I don't think Norm did anything wrong. I'm talking about the other offenders. Right. But I'm just saying the same thing. With, well, Louis a different story. I put Louis in the Bill Cosby Because he category. had a position of power. Well, except for the one difference between him and every other person that's been accused is that he was like, yup, no question about it. That's me. I did that. Yeah, he, I'm an he asshole. He told you about it. I suck. We talked right. about this. I'm sorry. He is was the that only wrong? one to do that. <laughs> was that wrong? We talked about this before. About right. But I, yes. Who he was and, is that wrong? Is that did wrong? I? Right. But no, but he's, at least he apologized. I mean, Les Moonves apologizes, and it's a little, it's left a little short because the guy is an evil dick to so many people over the course of years and years, stories upon stories of how he maliciously ruined people's careers. So, like, Julie Chen can eat another dick. That's Julie Chen Moonves to you. I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's just, uh, I feel like when people apologize and they, I mean, and even Les was like, yeah, I did that a couple decades ago and I started, but I've never used my power to hurt anybody. Such bullshit. 
There's always, there should not be a but. Either you're a dick or you're not. Okay, but to Louie's credit, you shouldn't be showing people your penis. And to Roseanne's credit, you really shouldn't be publicly discussing other people's looks for no reason, regardless of what they look like. It's just stupid and immature. Really? It's immature. It's an immature thing it's for comedy. her to do. It's comedy. But we've picked on people because of their I looks and comedy. But I don't. I wish she didn't have to ruin her career on a racist infraction because I don't really don't think she was meaning to be racist. That's my point. She was meaning to be stupid and immature, but racist. No, no she was taking a shot at a woman. That's all. She took a shot at her and it, it got out of but hand. I don't think it was any different of a shot than when Michelle Wolf said Sarah Huckabee's smoky eye was filled with ashes of her lies. <laughs> No, it's very different. Michelle Wolf was amazing. Michelle, yeah, but everyone was like, "How can you say she's ugly?" And I was like, "Where did she say she was ugly?" She didn't say she was ugly. She said she's full of shit. That she speaks nonsense. And how could she look at herself in a mirror to put on that fucking smoky eye of lies? But like, I don't know. I guess I just, I don't know. I wish. I I do wish that people could. Not be affected yeah, by they, every that they got thing, a bigger pass. But I also right, wish that, that there was a bigger pass. Yeah, but I also wish that they could be smart and not offend everybody. I don't think Norm, what Norm said was offensive. What he was right. trying to say is that there are people whose lives have been torn apart for something that was like apparently Chris Hardwick was exonerated, but people scream at him on the street now about what a dick he is, and like <laughs> there's no trial. He's like, it wasn't true. It wasn't true. Oh my god! Right. And what happened to the accuser? What happened to her? Nothing. I don't know, probably nothing. Can I tell? Right, because she go ahead. Got, she should be the one that's in trouble yeah. now. So can I tell you guys a story and then we can go? Sure. You guys watch either of you watch the Orville? I did. Yes. John okay. Does. On this episode, I think we talked about it when it happened, but there's this one episode of the Orville where they pop into like an alternate, you know, like reality of Earth in the future. Everyone has to wear okay. these tags with with right. numbers of likes on them. And dislikes. and dislikes. And if you have over a certain amount of dislikes, doesn't matter from what, how long ago they are, then, then there are coffee shops and places that won't serve you because you must have done something so terrible that now you're being shunned forever. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be our society in like five years, 100%. You're going to have somehow be marked on yourself. And it was like a social security. Like you couldn't get rid of it. It was like your social security tag. And like... If you have like, t- you had to wear you it. If you didn't have it, it on, you got fined. Right, or, right. It was like not having your ID while you were driving. It was crazy. Black Mirror. So anyway, Black so, Mirror did an episode so like guy, that too. So one of the guys who didn't, who did not have a tag, he was making fun of one of the um, statues in the square and started humping it just to be a dickhead. All these people started taking video of him, uploading it. All of a sudden, his tag started going ballistic with like 500,000 dislikes, 10,000, you know, 10,000. You know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> a lot. And then like and it was happening as he was trying to buy a cup of coffee. And she was like, you have to get out of here. What did you do? And he was like, I have no idea. What did I do? Like, he didn't even know what he did. But because everyone has a phone and everyone has a way of judging you immediately, you are guilty. Doesn't matter what you did or who said so. It's like it was it was gave me a nightmare. It was like a horrible way to live. But I do feel like we live there now. Kind of. Sure. You we do. do. You do. Someone tomorrow could just decide that I'm racist and ruin my life if they exactly. wanted to for no good reason. Dear listener, don't do that. You should watch the Black Mirror same episode on Black Mirror done really well. I don't really expect well. anyone to do it, but I'm just saying you technically could. But you would also have to expose yourself as some kind of false victim, which if that's what you want to do, go for it. Like Asia Argento. What do we think about her? 
Asia Argento. Asia Argento is one of the first people that accused Harvey Weinstein of raping her. And now it's come out that she paid some kid $350,000 not to release that she's had sexual relations with him when she when he was 17 and she was 33 or something. Yeah. See? That's what I'm saying. Hey, Pot, call the kettle black. Can you make that a drop? Yeah. See? Can you cut that out for me? <laughs> Just so I could have you going, yeah. See? She's saying she didn't have sex with him. He's saying that he did have sex with her. And like now, like her whole career as an activist is in the toilet. Also, there were some texts like from her to Rose McGowan's uh, significant other about whether or not they had a really, you know, why Anthony paid him off so that it wouldn't bother. You know, it's like a whole, it's a whole mess. Nobody knows the truth except those two. And it's, it's not a mess that you and I can easily pull apart like 25 necklaces and a Newton's cradle or a tub. The mess I'd like to pull apart is the constant exposure and trial and jury. That's the part I'd like to fix. Not in public opinion. Yeah. Just just jumping on people, just judging, judging, judging. Every time I read something like that about anybody, I have to think like it can't be as bad as all this. Even the president. People say that. Even the president. That people have the right to know. People have the right to know. Wait, you have the right to know my personal business? I don't think that's true. At the, am I a public person? Am I in the politics? Did I put my... Mm, I, st- I don't think that's true. Even the president, when I read something terrible and disgusting, it's always true, but like I read it <laughs> and I'm just like, true. maybe <laughs> it's not that bad. John, I think we've given you a job for this week. Right. You are going to have a good time with your cut and paste clips. Mm hmm. As I do. All right. Well, then let's end it for you. Thank you guys so much for listening to Brilliant Observations. Please don't ruin my career as a racist. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. She's not a racist. Um, if anything, she hates the whites. Um, true. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if we've ever given our listeners homework before. Have we ever done we have that? Not ever done. Uh, that. I am prejudiced against next one, week one group though. We've talked about it. Do you remember yes, bodybuilders. bodybuilders? Damn you all! I listen when you talk, Jess. <laughs> Wait, I have homework. Dear listener, please post on our Facebook feed or Insta- or Twitter or wherever your favorite movie soundtrack. Ooh, We're going to talk yes. about that next week. Your favorite, favorite movie soundtrack. Yes. That's what we want to hear from you, and we will discuss ours next yes. week. Yes, thank you guys oh, so much. Go ahead. I don't know. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Brilliant Observations. You can find all our show notes at brilliantobservations.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. And if you have anything you want to tell us, like your favorite movie soundtrack, please email it to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Thank you so much to Melissa and John for being hilarious. I'm Jessica Kupferman. Uh, peace out, Home Slice. Bye. Bye.